0: You are listening to View Source Conversations around WordPress and adjacent tech with hosts Ruba Ahmed and me, Brian Gordon. Hey Ruba, happy season 2.
1: Happy season 2 to you too, Brian. How's it going?
0: I'm just very excited to get back into talking about all things web development. How about you?
1: Me too. It's been a good break, but I'm looking forward to not being on a break and getting back into our cadence and, you know, having the discussions that we always do. They're always great.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Did you take a real summer vacation at all?
1: No, I definitely did not get to do that this year. (laughs) It was a very busy work season, bookended by WordCamp US, which was also very busy and intense. But I'm hoping to have a really good holiday in December. So that's that's like my light at the end of the tunnel, I suppose. <laughs> what about you?
0: Yeah, I am I keep telling myself I'm going to have a summer vacation. And in California, we have summer for like like, it'll be hot for the next two months still. So I'm like, yeah, one of these days we'll have a summer vacation. One of these days.
1: <laughs> well, I hope that you get your summer vacation then.
0: yeah I honestly like I like pushing it back because uh now all the kids not my kids but all the other kids are back in school and it like everything else slows down so like now when we go to the beach it's a little quieter that sort of stuff
1: that's true that's the nice thing about you know being able to dictate your own schedule in a lot of different ways you can go when it's like the quote-unquote off season right so Mm -hmm. everything's a little better a little quieter a little cheaper even (laughs)
0: Since we haven't talked in so long, give me like a cool thing you've learned over the summer that we would have talked about. Maybe we would have done an episode about something in the world of development. What's something cool?
1: Uh, Okay. If it's something that we would have talked about, that would be I really dug into Next.js 13 and they have this new app router that is like a new paradigm of how you do pages and sort of data loading and everything. And I got really into it and got really excited. And I think we are hopefully going to actually talk about that this season. I'm really excited Mm -hmm. to do that. But something else that was kind of cool during my exploration of that was I had never ever before explored the, the geolocation data that is available in a browser and how to like manipulate it and work with it. And I, started a little bit of a project that I never finished because I didn't have time. But in that I was playing with location a lot and I learned a lot about it and it was really cool. And I was surprised at how much information is sitting there in your browser that a person can access with JavaScript. So that was Yeah. Cool. Sometimes
0: I see people do those cool things where it's like, I made a thing where with the browser, you like move your head and the content reacts because there's an API for yeah. that. And like, it only works in like, Chrome, canary, whatever, but like, there's so much (laughs) cool stuff there. So much cool stuff there.
1: What about you? What did you learn? Something cool?
0: Yeah, well, most of my time has been in the world of Laravel. So that's where I've been uncovering a lot of things. And I think Mm -hmm. what I've learned about Laravel is that if you do it all the time, you can build applications so fast because... Literally, there's a tool for everything, literally everything. I was using something that was kind of hard. And a friend of ours was like, oh, well, try Laravel Socialite. It's their app for handling social login. And I was like, what? (laughs) They have a thing for that too? Like they have a thing for literally everything. And it's super great. The downside is if you don't know what you're doing or you're new to it, you spend a lot of time looking things up because you're like, now that I know that there's probably a easy way to do this, now I have to spend all my time finding the easy way to do this. Yeah. But that's been my fun thing to learn, Laravel. It's been, I don't know that I'd want to live in it, but it's its super cool.
1: That's con- That sounds really fun. And something I was thinking about as you were talking about it is it feels like WordPress for applications, because that was my mm-hmm. experience with WordPress. It, it had a function for everything. You just had to go into the docs and find it. And that was for like building websites and CMSs. And it feels like Laravel is that, but for applications.
0: Yeah. And I, I've definitely hit that point where I remember being like that with WordPress, constantly Googling things and constantly searching for the name of the right function with Laravel because it's so object oriented. Like everything is like a function on a class. It's a little harder to like weed through, but it's super powerful. But yeah, Mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of for building like apps or like backends or, you know, Intro webs like that kind of stuff yeah. for what wordpress is for building marketing sites and 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 nice content rich experiences so for sure super cool we should dig into that this season too right we should yeah we, we might do a little definitely something
1: will. i yeah. think that would be fun for sure <laughs> yeah we have bandied about some ideas yeah okay so that's something you learned that was kind of cool What's something cool you want to learn in this upcoming season, I guess?
0: Yeah, I think that the thing that I need to really learn, and it started last season, but it kind of continues this season, is mm. I really want to hit the the deeply part of the learn JavaScript deeply, where like mm. I feel very confident in JavaScript. I feel very confident in frameworks and stuff, but there's almost like a underlying level of, of, you know, especially like tons of client side code and, and performance and the best ways to do things that I don't think I have. And so I want to go even deeper into the weeds of JavaScript more than what a framework gives you, but like what's underneath the framework, what are the fundamentals, you know, Mm -hmm. I think that's where I would want to go because I feel like it'll improve my ability to do things in the block editor and in anything and you know javascript just is is the central piece of web development you know front-end web development what about you
1: yeah that's that's true something cool that i really want to dig into that i have very little experience with is graphql so Again, this was when I was playing with uh NextJS 13 earlier this year and I was like pulling information from like a WordPress REST API and trying to like build like these in this information essentially sort of a sc- catalog and it was very frustrating because in Rest API is great, but you know, in order to like, I would have like a post and I, I need to get the information about the author and now that's like a different poll and then that might if I want to get a taxonomy first I have to get the taxonomy and then I have to get the route for that and it's like so many different requests to like build one piece of information and I was like not about that life and that's what GraphQL is supposed to solve you know Mm -hmm. and let you do more complex more interrelated queries but build them in one go and then get that information and I feel like I finally I'm at a place where I need that. Like I want that and the kind of stuff that I like building on my own. And so now it's time. You know, it's time that I understood it. And of course there's WP GraphQL as well for WordPress. So like in order to understand that and be able to utilize that as well as we can, we first have to understand GraphQL, which is like the underlying like, you know, infrastructure. So that's something that I'm really interested in learning this season.
0: Yeah, it's that's a such a good one. It's so hard because new things emerge all the time and you never know which ones are going to stick around and which ones are going to just be like a cool proof of concept that opened a door, but like the technology itself kind of disappeared, especially in the web development world. And so GraphQL like was one of those where you're like, I don't know, is this, but then like now you start seeing the use cases and you start seeing how people want to use it in WordPress, especially, and the kind of, like you said, the the exhaustion of the rest api <laughs> a little mm-hmm. bit yeah so i'm hope i'm hopeful that you'll have something come across your desk like a project that where you can actually say like yes this is the tool for that and i get to like dig into it in a real like environment or in a cool site project
1: yeah either way i think it will be really cool and it's definitely something i think headless is like becoming a thing you know so graphql then naturally is also like a part of that sphere of things. So, it should be interesting. Hopefully, we'll get to talk about it maybe even a little bit. We'll see.
0: <laughs> yeah, in terms of like things we're going to talk about, I feel like last season we really answered a question or a lot around like React and WordPress. I feel like it was a central theme, like we were really answering the asking what is what are these two things and how do they work together? For this coming season, do you have any like big open questions you want to answer or explore or like thoughts you want to trail up on
1: yes but i want to hear your answer to that question first
0: (laughs) you want to hear my answer first
1: yeah yeah i'm I'm really curious about what you think is a question that we should explore or you know figure out this season
0: the question that i have and it's a little bit based on some of the things we were just talking about but it's really about i would like to see like what can I learn from other frameworks? What can we learn from things that are not WordPress and then apply that to WordPress because, you know, WordPress at its core is JavaScript and PHP. And we were both just like, you were talking about a JavaScript framework. I was talking about a PHP framework. I want to open the question of like, okay, but what can I learn from that? That'll inform how I work with WordPress, how I, you know, build sites in the future what do these other completely other worlds these other ecosystems that like don't even care or even like wordpress what you know what wisdom do they have that we could bring back to how we build just websites what about you
1: i like that i think that's pretty related to like the question that i want to explore and the question i want to explore is what does the future of bespoke wordpress development look like You know, what does that future look like? Because, you know, we are in this transitionary, transitory phase. That's the word, I think. Mm -hmm. Like, and we're transitioning, right? As like an industry and the block editor and Mm -hmm. Gutenberg and all of that is such a big part of it. The big admin redesign that's happening. The, the, you know, the next phase of Gutenberg is happening. All of that is still transitioned. We still don't really know what the future looks like outside of like certain enterprise things that we've seen come up out of this. And so I want to explore what that is, like on a more practical, more pragmatic scale and level. Yeah.
0: I think that's a good question because that feels like, whether it was at WordCamp or online recently, it's been a constant conversation of people who are ready to move to a modern WordPress or they're realizing, are the types of projects I'm doing really relevant to modern Mm. WordPress? And, you know, WordPress covers like a lot of the web, but also, you know, does it really? Because I mean, how many people spend their time on a website versus in social media versus on a mobile device? Like I was trying to edit my own website (laughs) on my phone and it was it it was impossible. Like it was not even an option. Like it wasn't even, I physically could not edit yeah. the content of a very simple blog post and stuff. And so when you're saying like, oh, people are making content, but like their mobile devices are completely not compatible <laughs> with editing in the block editor. I mean, I think these are definitely big questions because people love creating content in different ways. And so I'm mm-hmm. optimistic that WordPress will be a part of that, but it'll be curious to see how everybody makes this transition and, and what it can offer to everybody else.
1: I feel like I could talk about this discussion for a while and it could be an <laughs> yeah. episode of its own because there's so much to unpack with where people spend their time, how much a WordPress actually makes up the web. And is it that does it matter more how much it makes up or does it matter more where people are actually spending their time, even if it makes up a lot? You know, those are two different things. And there's a two, yeah. those are two different ways of quantifying mm, impact. Right. So, yeah, yeah, that I could talk about it a lot more.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Because there's also, you know, at WordCamp, there was the whole NASA aspect and seeing that. And that's something that wouldn't have been possible without like Gutenberg and modern WordPress and just seeing the insane types of content they're creating there. So, I mean, for sure, there's a lot, like you said, but we should definitely not get into that. We should just talk about what's the season (laughs) going to look like, give us kind of a nice breakdown.
1: I mean, I think that these three things that we just talked about really do set a pretty good tone for what the season's going to be like. You know, it's definitely going to be an exploration. It's going to be new topics that are still WordPress adjacent, but not just WordPress. You know, we're looking a little, the sense is, the feeling I'm getting for our season is it's a little bit bigger, it's a little bit more holistic than just wordpress or just react or something but one of the things i know that we want to change up this season is the cadence of our release
0: right Mm -hmm. yeah we're gonna do a release every other week instead of every week i think mostly for mental health and sanity reasons because (laughs) i think it gives us a little space to go deeper into a topic without feeling like we have to Hit a, like a really fast stride. So I'm actually more. I'm really excited about that because I think it gives us a little extra room to to go deeper into what we want to talk about in each episode and really think about how we're going to accomplish things going forward.
1: I also think that one of the some of the feedback that I heard from some people that I've been having conversations with is you know, they had a tr- they had t- a tough time keeping up. You know, we were releasing every single week. Obviously, we're not the only piece of media or, you know, something that people are consuming. And so it was just a lot. So this way, I think maybe we'll be matching the cadence of how much people can even listen. And so it'll be good for us. And hopefully it'll be good for everyone who's listening and watching.
0: Yeah, I think most people in my life, if they could have like half of the amount of interactions with me as they currently have would probably be happy with that number Uh, they'd be like yeah that sounds about right so i'm pretty excited about that any last (laughs) words of wisdom for for our podcast audience Mm -hmm. when do you when do you think Mm -hmm. we're gonna launch our first episode
1: Oh, yeah, we have a date, right? The date we have is October 16 is going to be when the first episode drops. So I'm really excited. I'm I'm really looking forward to recording again and, you know, having those conversations with you and with the rest of the community that we inevitably have after our episodes.
0: Yeah, I'm really excited that you said an actual date. I was going to say like Q4 2023, <laughs> but now we have a real date, so we'll stick to it. And so... Yes. Uh, Come back on that date for our first episode of season two.
1: Yeah. Looking forward to it. Talk to you then. See you then. Visit viewsource.fm for the show notes. And if you're enjoying the show, we would love a review on iTunes or a comment on YouTube.